It's showtime. Ask the podcast coach for February 4th, 2017. Let's get ready to podcast. There we go. We got the band back together, man. It's Saturday. It's that time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me back from his uh, that whole job thing you have to do, doggone you being all dedicated to your work and stuff, Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you, live from actually my office here on the Gallup Riverfront. Downtown Omaha, if you look out the window, you can't see it, but if you look out the window, the Missouri River passes right by my office. So a beautiful Saturday morning. And yeah, welcome. thanks for welcoming me back. Uh, last Saturday, I was in Washington, D.C., uh, working, working, and it's a little tense there, Dave, in Washington. I don't know why. I don't, I, I don't know why, but it's a little, it's a little tense in D.C. And then the week before, uh, we had had uh, that we had a catch-up session for our high school internship program. So, the students came in. We met at a at a local tech kind of incubator site here in Omaha, and the, and the kids worked on their project. So, appreciate you letting me have a couple weeks off. Uh, I, I do have coming up here. We have an event in Omaha. We call Trek Up the Tower. It's a Saturday morning. We climb. I remember 40, you did that. Forty flights to the top. So that's coming up as well. But it's uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. The. Uh... It's interesting. I, I I decided just to do them solo last week and um, trying a new format and going solo. Maybe not the best decision I've ever made in my life, but it was interesting. But uh, as always, um, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Still having issues with Bluehost. I, I've never had a situation that has made it almost impossible to leave somebody so bad. And it's just now I'm having problems. It's weird. I'm moving everything over to GoDaddy's, my my new preferred host. Now I'm having issues with FTP on their side, and I'm like, what? So it's because uh, there are multiple ways to move a site, and uh, most of them, anything that involves downloading things from Bluehost is almost dead in the water. So I finally was able to download a um, a text version of my website, an XML version imported that and now I'm just trying to get all my graphics and my themes and stuff up on uh, that and that's where things that's a little different I'm finding out with when you get into these um, WordPress I don't know what you call it it's not shared hosting but it's dedicated WordPress hosting you, unless I'm missing something you don't get the, the good old fashioned cPanel you get access to my PHP admin and you get FTP and that's about it. I'm used to going into like a file manager where I can upload stuff. And it's like, oh, it's not quite the same. And I'm not officially a huge fan of it at this point. I like going into the cPanel, like going into file manager. Because I, what I did was I zipped up uh, all I, – I had to zip up each folder because I couldn't zip up the whole thing and download it again. So I've got three folders, one for my themes, one for my um, plugins. And a couple other things, and now I've uploaded them via FTP, but now I can't extract them because I don't have a file manager. So it's, I'm hoping that, um, you know, by next week, I thought I'd have it done this week, and then all of a sudden Friday rolled around. I'm like, oh yeah, I never finished that. And I started it yesterday about seven o'clock, and just everything I did was just dying and dying and dying. But uh, if you want to join, um, just raise your hand and we'll, we'll pull you in. Uh, we've got the chat room. If you have a question, I believe on your side there's a Q&A that you can click on to uh, put the question there. And um, 
The uh, the one thing I, I thought I would sh- last week, somebody asked, should I join a podcast network? And we talked about, you know, make sure that whatever you come with, you leave with. Um, ask somebody that's on the network, what do they actually do for you? Because somebody said, oh, they, they're, they're going to promote me. And I'm like, what does that really mean? Because being on the front page of anything doesn't really do much for you in some cases. Came across somebody who just got hosed. And I, I hate to see people who are kind of, you know, they just want to create content. And they have somebody who either A, doesn't know what they're doing, or B, is taking advantage of people. And what happened was there was a, uh, a quote, network who shall remain nameless, and they were using a media host, and they put all their shows on one feed. So this is kind of like a, a radio station, right? If we go with 100.7, you got all these DJs and stuff like that. Well, what if somebody on that station gets a, a, a better deal? They get to go to New York or something like that, bigger market. Well, if it's Binky and the Wiz... And the TV show and the radio station here in Cleveland owns the name Binky and the Wiz. You've got to change your name to go to New York. And so that's a problem. And what happened in this case was she wanted to import her show into Libsyn. Well, I go, that's odd because, well, first of all, um, she didn't know what an RSS feed was, which is fine. You don't, you know, not everybody gets that deep into the weeds. And, um, so I said, you know, if we import this, we're going to import all these other shows. And she's like, oh, wait, hold on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on this network. And so then I had to explain to her that I said, uh, because the other thing they couldn't do was they couldn't redirect that feed to look at her new feed, which in this case was going to be the lips. So she lost all of her subscribers. She lost all of her um, ratings and reviews, which was kind of all under this one feed. And um, <clears throat> it just became a nightmare in this case that she didn't understand, you know, quite the process of making a podcast. So if you're joining a network, A, make sure that you have control of your feed. I know you'll you'll hear this from everybody. Control your feed, control your feed. And this is an example why she didn't really have a feed. She was sharing a feed with somebody else. And it was ugly. And in the end, I'm like, well, I've done everything I can, but you're kind of... Uh, you're 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 starting from scratch. Unfortunately, there wasn't much else she could do. So, well, along those lines, Dave, you know, as you think about your media, right, and turning it over. I mean, that's like taking your files and giving them to a stranger or a friend, and in, in a lot of cases, and then you have zero control at that point. You can't you don't you can't take them anywhere. You can't place them anywhere. You know that it's super important. And there's ways to for the for a network host. There's ways for them to create a monster feed, right, where all the shows are in one feed without having you, without having to have it where you are and only included in their feed. So right. make sure you're asking those, you know, you're asking those questions along those lines. When you're creating your content, I think it's really important that you keep the files and the creation of those files during the different stages of development. So you create or, you know, when you first create it, you get this big old raw file, right? Mm. Then you're going to do some things to it and it's going to maybe, you're going to maybe get another version of it. And by the way, I keep, when I when I edit my files, I keep a version of the completely edited, but I keep it in AIFF format, so a lossless format, but edited. So I've unedited and complete. I have completely edited and lossless so that I've got it that way. And then I crunch that down at that point to an MP3 so that if I ever need to go back and do any major edits to that file, I can, I've got a lossless format of it. Because we know an MP3 
is a copy of a copy of a copy, right? If you just if you start pulling MP3s in and copying those and then re-rendering those in MP in an MP3 format, you're recompressing it, right? You're redoing it. You have to be careful about how many times you resave something or re-edit something in MP3, you know, an MP3 file format. So keep those, I keep those all along the way. So I have a raw folder, I have kind of a staging folder, I have an MP3 folder. And then make sure you've got those all backed up somewhere, right? I mean, make sure you're putting that, not just local, don't, not that WD hard drive that looks like a book that you, <laughs> you think is backed up because you plugged it into your computer, but it's still only in one place, right? Yeah. Um, make sure, like in my case, you know, I have a redundant, uh, I have a NAS drive that has redundant drives in it. If one of those is going to go down, I'm not going to lose the whole thing. And then, of course, I, I move it up to the cloud. So, I, you know, I don't want to mention any host providers. We got that question. You know, who's the right host? Because <laughs> I got in trouble, apparently, the last time. I, no, no. I, so. I know you're a big fan of Maple Grove Partners. <laughs> yeah, they're good, good and small. But the the trick is, is the, the, the best one is the one that works the best for you. And, yeah. you know, we've. Uh, you you haven't liked Bluehost, but there are people on Bluehost where it's yeah. working out well. Oh, they were right? fine for a year. They were, you know, it was like, okay, no big deal. And the only reason I went over there was because so many people had talked about them. And I'm like, well, let's go see what they're like. And like I say, Ask the Podcast Coach has been there for the better part of a couple of years. And uh, and just all of a sudden, just, and I'm like, ah, oh, what's going on? Yeah, they're having some trouble, right? I mean, it's just yeah. it's I one mean, of those things. Every part of their system, like even I went in to make an FTP name, and even that was like I had to sit there and watch something spin, and I was like, their whole network is just, and I'm like, ah, so that's it's been fun, and and it's one of those things where I'm gonna try. I think I'm gonna take my laptop. I'm going over to see the Super Bowl at my brother's house tomorrow. I think I'm going to bring my laptop with me so I can, because it's one of those mindless things where you just sit there and move a file. It's, you know, so that'd yeah. be a good Super Bowl watching activity good to do. Well, yeah. just, I, I guess uh, wrapping that point up is that it, it, you know, make sure you're controlling everything you create and those feeds as well. I, I don't think it's enough to just control the RSS feed, um, you know, you've also got we've I've seen a lot of questions recently of a lot of folks saying, you know, can I do this video and do video and audio? And absolutely you can, right? Now, we create our shows every week video first and then strip the audio out of that, um, you know, out of that video to get what we create for the actual podcast. And so there's some great ways to do it both. Do it in a way that works best for you, right? Do it in a way that's most comfortable for you. The more comfortable you are. We had a guest this week uh, and she thought she was all set up and not that was not the case. And the audio was, was not good. And um, because we were using hangouts, as soon as we turned on video, her fan came on in her laptop and ah. she thought she could use the microphone off her laptop. And I said, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I said to her, I said, are, do you live near an airport? And the funny thing was, she looked like she went, you know, she said, like, don't you know if you live near an airport or not? So uh, anyways, so we had to, we had to punt very, very quickly and we moved her to her iPhone and she joined the hangout from her iPhone and we actually got way better audio that way coming off the mic yeah. uh, from her, from her earbuds. Video wasn't great because she couldn't get connected to the Wi-Fi where she was at and you know, you got to punt. I wasn't about to, I was going to figure out every possible way to get her on the program, but um you know, it, it makes sure you're controlling all those, all those pieces. And in our case, the, the audio is what's most important. So I, I could sacrifice some video, you know, so it worked out, but it's kind of crazy when you get, when you get into that mode. And, and so make sure you're controlling your stuff. 
Yeah, if you can. The other thing is that I, I run into people that they'll make a file. You talk about saving a copy. There, it, it turns out there are people who are not doing that. And what I mean is they'll upload it to Blueberry or Libsyn or Spreaker or whatever they're using, and then they'll delete it off their computer. And what you don't realize is media hosting companies are like uh, um, your water, your gas, your heat, that if you later decide, well, I'm done with my podcast, and you stop paying Libsyn or Blueberry or Spreaker or whoever, eventually we're going to delete your files because we get paid to host your files, and when you don't pay us, we don't host. And so I've had people do that. They'll, you know, they, they podcast it back in 2012 and they'll sign back up at lips and they'll go, where are my files? And I'm like, you haven't paid us for five years. It's like we wiped your files many, many moons ago. And, uh, it's just, how, how does that end for you? What did they get mad? Yeah. When, they get really yeah. mad. And it's like, then that's why I usually just say, look, if you don't pay your electric bill, you don't get electricity to your house because you used to, it just doesn't work that way. And I, I feel that's the thing. I, one of the things I really, it's tough because I hate being, um, I hate being the bear of bad news. You know, when you're like, eh. but, but you have to be in a yeah. customer service role. You yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta say it like it, like it is. Yeah. It's, that's the hardest part. You know, and people misunderstand. That's the hardest part about customer service is when people don't understand why, like in your case, you know, they, there's just an assumption if it's on the internet, it's free and it lasts forever. And you're like, no, neither one of those are true, actually. Uh, you know, it's not, oh, it's not free. Someone's paying for this and it's not going to last forever. So that's why I recommend you keep it local, right? You got to keep mm-hmm. it local. And if you can keep it local and redundant, that's even better, right? right. And then keep a backup in the cloud somewhere that's not your host provider. That's, that's not cloud storage, by the way, yeah. that, right? That's not backup. Your, your host provider is not backup. And then of course you have it on your host provider. That is another, I mean, now you have two forms of cloud backup, which is awesome. If your backup provider goes out of business, you have it on your host provider. If your host provider goes out of business, you have it on your backup. So just make sure you're getting those, you're backing those up. It's super important. We, we talk about that at the end of the year day, but I don't think we can say it enough. I bet you have run into people looking for, like you said, looking for files and they're yeah. just right. They're making the assumption it's there. And that was their backup. I felt horrible this one time. It was the wife of somebody who had been podcasting and he had stopped his show and it'd been years. And she was like, he used to do a podcast. Do you have any of his files? He died. And she goes, and I would just love to hear his voice. And I'm like, and I'm like, I sent that one all the way up the chain. I'm like, everybody go search a database. If we can find this guy's files, let's get it. And it just, they were gone. You know, it wasn't in a trash can somewhere that we could undelete. It was like, it was gone, gone. And it was like, I'm sorry. We looked everywhere we could. So that was kind of awful. That That is a good reason to use archive.org, by the way. You know, we, yeah. we, we discourage you using those as a host provider, but I, I move them up there and I haven't done them all, by the way. I started maybe at show 100 and so they're not all there, but that's a great way. Another, again, we don't know. That's a service that's provided by donations, by the way. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if anything worse than free is probably a service backed by donations because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could dry up, right? In, I, in a, I saw somebody in a Facebook group today saying, why would anyone ever pay for media hosting when there's archive.org? And I said, if everybody did that, if everybody used archive.org, it wouldn't be around much longer. I said, because mm-hmm. bandwidth isn't free. Um, here's something else I learned. And I was like, really? Let's say you you do a podcast. You have your website. Everything's there. You decide to stop podcasting. You, you quit paying your media host. So what happens? Well, with no files in your MP in your your RSS feed, 
your feed is now invalid, which means what's going to happen in iTunes? Eventually, iTunes is going to pull your show. Okay, three years later, you're getting the band back together. You still have the website. It needs updated and things like that. But you're like, hey, let's turn the lights back on. If you've been pulled from iTunes, it is not easy at all, apparently, to get back in under the same feed. So what you because what you have to do is contact Apple to say, hey, you know how our feed was invalid? We've put the files back up. We've tested it. Our feeds, apparently, that is not to, to get their attention, to, to then say, here's my old feed. And, and you have to have your old iTunes link and your everything else. Not a high success ratio, from what I understand, doing that. So what you have to do is change anything about your name. This could be adding a space. It could be adding a period at the end of Binky and the Wiz in just a little period, anything to change the name, change anything in the description. And here's the killer. You have to change your feed. So if you're using Blueberry, you might want to use like a category feed now instead of the straight one. If you're using Libsyn, you got to change your slug. And then what that really means is all your subscribers that used to listen to your show that still might be subscribed, even though you haven't done an episode in three years. Yeah, they're now looking at a dead feed. And I went, oh, so there's there's something if you're thinking about killing your show. You might want to find a way to keep file. That's where you might go to archive.org and at least have one file, you know, delete all the other or something. But I didn't realize it was if you've done that and iTunes has pulled your show, it's not that easy to go, hey, can you turn the light switch back on? It's, uh, you know, well, that makes sense, right? They're trying to invalidate that feed. And I am sure mm-hmm. it's just a switch that's a, it's a Boolean, right? On or off. Right. And it's like, hey, this is a good feed or it's not. And if it's not, they shut it off. And then I'm sure that approval process looks through invalidated feeds. Now, it would be kind of nice if they could revalidate it and then flip the switch and just turn it back on. I mean, how, that, yeah, that shouldn't be, great. be that hard, yeah. right? Yeah, it's one of those things where I was surprised. I was like, really? It's, and they're like, well, from what I understand, it's it's not that easy to A, just get their attention, and then B, to get the right person to go, oh, hold on, and then they'll do the due diligence and turn you back on. So that's when I was like, hmm, because I'm going to kill a I mean, I the Jillian Michael show is done. I have a couple that I need to just kill. And that's where I was like, well, if I ever want to turn that back on, I'm like, I have to really think about it now and go, no, because if you are, again, you're just going to be starting from scratch and that's no fun. So um, Kevin in the chat room says Zoom on mobile is a nice experience. So, oh, you know what stinks? I'm going to do this anyway. I'm recording this obviously audible wise. Uh, I forgot to hit record on the video. So we're not. Well, you never use the video, though, do you? Not often. Uh, a lot of times I used to put it on um, YouTube and I started to again when I was using FireTalk. And I just, I need, that's one thing I, I'm sure there's a setting somewhere where I could have this record the minute I start. But yeah, better. They're saying in the chat room the audio is better this week than last. I think you had a setting that was bad. Right? Yeah. What I was doing is everybody was saying it's, it's, it was distorted and too loud. And uh, so I kept turning it down in silly Dave. It's a mix minus. So I was turning down the main volume, not the volume going to you guys. So that was kind of stupid. And I, I as soon as I heard uh, I downloaded the the audio of it or the video. And as soon as I was like, man, that's just too distorted. And then I went back and looked and was like, oh, you idiot. You're turning down the wrong knob. But that's I, I did try to jump in last week uh, when you were when you were on. I, I was in a spot right a few minutes, so I jumped in and said hi in the chat and then I had to jump back out again. So I didn't get a chance to hear it. I can't remember. I heard this somewhere and it spurred me on to do this thing with my own podcast, but but I'll, I'll mention it here. 
I, you know, um, somebody encouraged me to do kind of a inner show roundtable. You know, you guys do podcasters roundtable, mm-hmm. and that's very, very successful. And so, I went out to the Facebook group this week. At the end of the podcast, I mentioned it, and then I went out to the uh, Facebook group this week and said, "Hey, what would you guys like to hear as a roundtable, and maybe even participate in?" And so um, I got, you know, I've got dozens of responses back and I'm hoping to get a few more. I'll probably tweet it a couple more times before I bring it in. But I've got some, I guess, some really great feedback from my audience. So one through Facebook. So I started a poll and said, what do you want to hear? If we're going to do a roundtable, what do you want to hear? And then um, uh, the next one will be who wants to join me. And I can't take everybody, but well, you know, submit it and, and I'll choose some. And one of our shows, I think every other month or maybe once a quarter will be a roundtable style. And nice. I think that's, uh, you know, for, for, for uh, I'm an interview guy and that's what I do, but I'm always trying to change up the format. But that, that roundtable concept, Dave, that served you guys. I mean, I've been surprised. I think, did you just do show 100, Something uh, 100 like that. on, a, on, on a podcasters roundtable? That's been a format that when you, honestly, when Ray started it, I was a little skeptical, like, can you maintain a roundtable for a long period of time and have it have great content? And apparently the answer with Ray as the host is yes. The so. hardest part of that is what, what Ray has always tried to do is Ray has never wanted it to be a how-to podcast. He always wanted to be talking about the podcasting sphere and things like that, things that people are dealing with. Um, so we do have a question from Aaron who said, uh, this is a bit off topic, but here it is when using Zencaster, is there a way to use a soundboard other than the one they provide? You know, I haven't used Zencaster in months. What you would do is kind of like what I'm doing now is you would have to have a mixer. So if I wanted to play Ryan Parker, no one will punch you in the face. Um, you know, that's on my iPad going into a mixer and then the mixer goes into Zencaster is how you would do that. I mean, that's how I'm doing basically all of this stuff with, uh, where's David Lee Roth at when you need him? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that's wrong. But you know what we always have would, uh, Hey Jim, what's one of the most uh, popular uh, podcast microphones? ATR 2100. Got another one. Uh, Oh, a Heil PR 40. Oh, he said the magic words. <laughs> so, the fabulous Emily from <laughs> the story behind podcast.com. So that would be how you would, would do that. What is the first step in recording? This is from San. Somebody apparently didn't put in a name. What is the first step in recording based on loud units as opposed to DBs? So he's talking luffs, I guess, right? Um, That's a great question. What's the first step? Uh, well, I know it's, is it minus 19 for mono, minus 16 for stereo? Yes, that's that's the right answer. And I know in Adobe, if you Google that one, I forget the guy's name. He's from Canada. has a really cool YouTube video on how to, um, you can take a WAV file and have it, whatever, um, levelized to, to that standard. Spencer in the chat room says Alphonic. That's another easy way to do it. That'd be the first one. Those are the two easy ones. I would just say Alphonic. I am finding that I thought because uh, Hindenburg Journalist has that setting, but it's different than Alphonic because Alphonic levels and then adjusts that level to those standards. Hindenburg just takes what you have and makes sure that the loudness of it. So it's not quite the same. I'm noticing that I thought, oh, cool, I don't have to run it through Alphonic anymore. And it's not quite as good on, on Hindenburg Journalist. 
does a recording have to be set at minus 16? It doesn't have to be. I mean, I've heard a lot of really horrible audio levels. You know, it's, you're supposed to, but nobody's going to punch you in the face if you don't. At this get, point. get as close to it as you can, but, yeah. you know, you, you can fix it in post. So the, the key is the, is the gain, I think, right? When you're recording, what's your gain? So if your gain is too hot, right, you're getting distortion, right, or it, then you don't want it, right? If your gain is too low, you have no, you have no upper end to work with. It's so, it's so, you have the, the file is so small and the, with the audio, you, you don't get any opportunity to work with it. So get that in that sweet spot. This sometimes takes practice based on your equipment, right? So you got to, yeah. how you have things said, how you have things recorded. You just got to get in there and, and figure out what sounds the best. In Audacity, you get a good WAV file, right? You see that WAV file coming across. You do an addition as well. You know, it will kind of give you some clues to how good or how bad you sound kind of based on what that file looks like. If it's filling up the screen and it's flat on the very top, you're probably too hot. If you can barely see it and it's not moving, you are definitely not hot enough. And so you got you to gotta work that to get it. You kind of want that somewhere in the middle. Now, the sound engineer guys listening to this are freaking out because like, no, there's so much more to it than that. Well, you know what? The average guy isn't going to deal with half of that. So get it where it sounds good. Get it where it's repeatable. Get it where it, you like it and then stick to it. Yeah. What I did last week when I heard the recording and I saw that uh, it was just way too distorted. I mean, I could I could reproduce that if we wanted to, but we don't yeah. need to. Um, and so what I did is I went back and I started another webinar and I'm like, okay, this is me with the bottom of the microphone green. Cause I just have a little picture of a microphone. I'm like, the bottom edge is green. Now the, the, the microphone is half green. Now it's full green. Well, last week I was full green. Well, it turns out that's way too loud. So I was, as I'm making changes, I was describing what it was so that when I listen back to it, I know uh, which one it was. Yeah. Aaron, if you want to come in, just raise your hand. We'll bring you on in. You can chat away that way. Sometimes it's more fun to talk to you about your questions. Yeah. So, um, answer them in chat. But that's how I knew kind of where to set the volume today is because last week I was I was talking. Here's what this sounds like at this. Here's what this sounds like at blah blah blah. And so by doing that, that's a great trick. By the way, when you're doing audio testing, mm-hmm. use the settings that you're you're putting things at as the test file, so you know exactly <laughs> right. And, and play a couple of them and walk away from it, by the way. This is a lot like writing. Mm. You know how you write and you, you look at it after you've written something and you look at it and you can't see the spelling mistakes, right? And then you come back the next day and you're like, oh, good God. Yeah. Like, how did I even write this? It's so awful. I think audio is the same way in the sense that if you can walk away from it, oftentimes I record my show on Thursday nights, but I won't come back around till Friday and listen to it. And on Thursday, I'm like, oh, I blew that part. This didn't sound good. I know that was awful. I come back on Friday to edit those parts out, and I actually have a hard time finding them again because you're like, oh, it apparently it didn't sound as bad as I thought. And I think vice versa. There's some moments in there I thought I sounded great or it was a funny joke, and it really wasn't. And you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I should take that part out. So if you can, if you can wait in a 24-hour cycle and wait to, to listen and, and edit, I think sometimes you get some insight um, that you don't get when you're doing it in real time. And I know, Dave, do you record when you're doing um, school podcasting? Is that a one from beginning to end? Is it a one take? In other words, do you record that, immediately edit it, and then and then drop it? Or how do you do that? No, I actually, yeah, I, I usually edit it right afterwards because I'm super familiar with where I went wrong. 
that's usually why I do that. And then, yeah, usually before, if I have a chance, I will give it a day and then go back and listen again. Cause you will hear things that you, you go, what was I thinking there? So, um, yeah, but you, usually I do it right afterwards because there are things that I'll, you know, last week, especially I had a ton of bloopers where I was really tired and I was making myself laugh and I'm like, that's not going to work. Um, I did get some flack. Yeah, it over was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, everybody except one person thought it was funny. And well, you're yeah. going to have that. You're going to have the haters. It's yeah. just going to happen. So, um, hey, before I forget, man, halfway through already, it's the beginning of the month. So we're going to I'm going to take a deep breath and name everybody here. Uh, if you want to become a, an awesome supporter, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. So that includes Craig from Inglaeus Podcast, the Seahawkers Podcast, David Wilson, uh, Jason Bryan from Matt Talk Online, Gary and Margaret from KiwiMana.co.nz, Emily from the StoryBehindPodcast.com, Alan Palmer, uh, Mike Moody, um, Jay Cleveland Payne, um, Corey from Ivy Envy, uh, Rob from uh, Bedtime.fm, Jeremy Dennis from JeremyDennis.net, Kim Slusher. Um, hmm. Boy, this is a new one. Uh, Wahoo Idea Network. I'm going to assume that's going to be WahooIdeaNetwork.com. Adam Waddell, Kale Nelson, Cauldron Script, who's in the uh, chat room, Creepy Kingdom, Mark K. Uh, man, we have a long list. Josh Liston, Joe Taylor, Derek Henninger, Frank Brill, Josh Rivers, uh, Barry Kessler, Alan Meisner, some guy named Jim Collison, Nick Suberling, um, who I'll have to pull it up. Clear free. There's a new Skype kind of thing that um, is free that we might want to play with. Uh, Glenn the Geek from HorseRadioNetwork.com, Steigergate Pioneer from, uh, oh, help me. Uh, is it Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It's something of S.H.I.E.L.D., Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. We're Steven and, and SP. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's, if you're a Marvel guy, it's a good one. Is it Legends or Agents? One of the two. Google them both. <laughs> if it's got SP in it, you know it's gold. And uh, last but not least, Gabriel Mulrill from podcastingpress.com, which is a uh, audio editing service. And he's smart. He was like, hey, if I just give this guy a couple bucks a month, he'll keep saying my website. So, um, Also, if you're using Patreon... They have it's not a Patreon thing. They use Stripe for their payment and Stripe has made things more secure. So you have to go in and add some things into your Patreon account. I think one of them is your address and a couple other things that is not being saved by Patreon. It's all for Stripe. So you have to do that to uh, to get that to go. Um, Max says in the uh, question here, I see you use Thinkific for courses. Yes, I love me, Thinkific. I have some CD training courses. I need to move to an online host. What are the pros and cons of Thinkific versus LMS systems you've considered? Um, well, I, in the past, I've used Digital Access Pass. I loved Digital Access Pass. Uh, it turns your WordPress website into a uh, a membership site. But I constantly had to worry about, hey, I'm going to put this out. Oh, is this in the membership site or is this free? So when I moved, when I separated my membership site and my website, um, I originally went to a thing. I forget the name of it now. But its whole big thing was the fact that when somebody signed up, it automatically added them to your private Facebook group. And then Facebook broke it. Thank you, Facebook. Love you. And so the one big thing I loved about that that service went away, and then I heard about Thinkific, and I love the fact 
with Thinkific, I love the fact that I can see what people are doing. So I'll have somebody come in. They're like, I'm brand new. You know, I want to sign up. I'm like, great. Here you go. Sign up. And the first thing they go to is not the one that says, please do this one first, SOP orientation. And it shows you how to use, you know, Thinkific and the back end. They'll go right to how to make money. And I'm always like, oh, you got to be good, which depending on what their situation is. So um, their support's really awesome. I love their coupon feature. Um, I love their affiliate feature. That was the other thing. I was on JVZoo before, and JVZoo's back end is a little clunky. So um, just for me, I love it. You can actually do a thing where um, I think there's even a free version where they take a deeper cut of that value add-on. Thank you, is what I used before. And value add-on wasn't bad. I just, it was, it, it forced me to use JVZoo. And really, if I hadn't been forced to use JVZoo, I'd probably still be on value add-on. Um, but that was one that just didn't do much. I, I didn't like it. Uh, Cauldron Fires asked, I use WordPress with uh, the S- Sydney theme. When I try to name my show notes, slug as uh, Cauldron Script slash 108 is always changes it to 108 and then the name of it. Um, what you want to do is there's a, a plugin. Jim, I'll let you answer this one. Yeah, this is a plugin. Use Pretty Link for this. So don't the, the the when you're doing a post creation in WordPress, it's got some pretty uh, non dynamic ways to make those slugs make sense. You can go back in and change them, but in the settings, there's a place where you can kind of dictate how the posts are laid out. But that's not the way you want to do it. You want to use Pretty Link, and actually, Pretty Link Lite has a new version that's out now and available. You can purchase, and I don't know what the purchase uh, options are for it, but you can create custom now. Uh, no, what's the what's the upgrade? Uh, the geographic thing? Oh. Or- no, what's Pretty Link doing for the premium service that they have now? I forget they're offering because you can create custom slugs for everything in Pretty right. Link, but they're also offering something new. But that's. The correct answer is pretty link light. If you just, if you don't want to pay, that works great to be able to create those slugs. And that's the way you want to do it. Yeah. There, um, if you go to school podcasting.com slash pretty link, the pricing is, uh, $47 a year. I think that's the difference. It didn't used to be a yearly plan. It used to be like you paid one time and that's uh $47 per one site, $97 a year. And you can have it up to five sites um, oh, and it's got the advanced redirect types. That's the value in this, right? So you could have a pretty link that says, use this if it's a, a request for, uh, an, you know, my the iTunes, could it go to the iTunes store or to right. go to the, the, the Play Store. So The yeah. other thing I think it does, I, I think I heard Daniel say there's a geographic part of this, like it can see where you're coming from. So you could have an Amazon link and it would... Uh, redirect them to amazon.co.uk if they're in the Europe, if they're in the Europe. Yeah, if they're in the Europe. Yeah, so that's a new feature as well. Um, somebody asked an, on, an anonymous viewer, uh, when you're recording Ask the Podcast Coach from work, do your <laughs> skis miss you? <laughs> nice. Uh, no, they don't actually. And so, um, but it's, you know what? That's one of those things, Dave, that when we think about unique I have gotten more comments about those silly skis. <laughs> right? it, it, it's so interesting at work for my listeners, for my tech listeners here. That has kind of become that, you know, it's because, you know, you, you take on this persona, this thing, right? 
And, uh, you know, people ask me the question, ski much? And I'm like, no, they're just back there. Well, actually, I, I do ski quite a bit, but they are my old skis. But it was just, it was interesting how much traffic, it's like tweeting the weather. Like, <laughs> I thought, you know, hey, I'll just do this. You know, it's not a big deal. Literally every day, someone tweets their weather back to me. And it starts a conversation, right? right. And, and then I even had, say, somebody on, on Twitter say, hey, look, I found another weather nerd. Hey, look, you know, another another Twitter Right. person. I found another weather nerd. And, um, and so it just kind of generates that conversation, right? It's some of those fun things. So you never really know what you're going to be known for, or what you're going to be known as. I do know this, stay consistent in some of the things that you're doing. We've talked about this before, Dave, you know, your consistency in get off my lawn and back in the day is, <laughs> those, I mean, you're back in the day guy. right? And, and I think that's, um, you're binky in the whiz, right? right. You People, maybe one didn't like it this week, but, but there, there's, you know, back in the day, that's your thing. And I, I think it's good to have those things. Those, they, they tie people to you. People look forward to you saying them, those kinds of things. So I, I think it's key to find those, you know, little mannerisms and, and when they work, stick with it. Yeah. And they'll come out. That wasn't something that was planned. Um, it's just something I just, you know, when you've been doing this a while, you, you find yourself going, well, back of the, you know. So, um, yeah, somebody just mentioned on, uh, we're using, um, zoom for this. If you go to ask the podcast coach.com slash zoom, zoom with an M. Um, yeah, when you, you can't see previous chats and you can't see who's in the chat room. Uh, but as we speak, we have 4,000 people in the chat room since you can't see them, <laughs> uh, right now it's really, really busy. Um, wow. Which is a little different than, um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, which was a, a feature in, um, Fire talk. And then uh, Huzzah has gone. Um, what's well, weird, they got shut down, but not really. But you can't use them anymore. And what's interesting is Michael Stelsner was using them weekly for his little, some sort of little hangout thing that he was doing. And what they did is they got purchased by Kickstarter, which I. I'm not a huge Kickstarter person. I don't, you know, I'm not raising money. I'm not, I, I helped out a couple people on that. But yeah, Huzzah is going bye-bye. They were bought by Kickstarter and now going to be part of Kickstarter Live, which I guess the two guys behind Huzzah were working on this anyway. So Huzzah, or Huzzah, uh, Kickstarter just bought them. And so they will now work full-time on Kickstarter Live in the process, which I'm I'm still kind of scratching my head. I guess maybe it was just a case they couldn't do at all. Because I don't really see Huzzah as a, a um, competitor to Kickstarter live. I, you know, to me, they're two separate things, but for whatever reason they were like, Hey, we got purchased by Kickstarter. Yay. The bad news is we're being shut down. It'll be interesting to see. I think we're going to see more of these. I know there's smile time. There's fire talk. And I heard another one the other day. There's something like free webinar stream. I forget. It was some weird thing that, that had the same thing. And uh, so I think we'll see more of these as, as video becomes more popular. The thing we're not doing today that we did last week, and I'm still not sure how I feel about this. I, Jim, I'd love your opinion. Last week I streamed to Facebook. In fact, John just said in the thing, why aren't you on Facebook? Because last week I felt bad. There were uh, a fair number of people on Facebook that had asked me questions and I've got a chat room. I got Q and a, I'm like, I, I didn't need something else to watch this week. So I just went, eh, 
I, you know, maybe next week I'll put it back on to see what it's like. But um, I felt bad because people have been asking questions over there. And Daniel was nice enough to go over and say, hey, we're over here because otherwise I got to do the radio thing. Hey, if you just joined us, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, which and then you cross your fingers that Bluehost will actually do the redirect. Um, so I'm not sure. What do you think about doing? Because, I mean, if we wanted to right now, we could be on Zoom. We could be on Facebook Live and we could be on YouTube all at the same time. Now, how would you bring me into Facebook Live? Uh, we just take this. There's a thing in, in Zoom where at the bottom it says more. And if I had it turned on, I could say, well, it's because we already started. Um, but there's a thing where it's like, where do you want to go? Facebook Live, YouTube. Really? Yeah. It's so pretty- Zoom, I did. I guess I didn't realize that Zoom has built-in integration to Facebook Live. Yeah, and YouTube. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I would say um, the the hardest part is the questions, right? That I think... If you're because you're worried about someone coming and asking questions and not being present. So I think if you're going to do that and you're worried about that, you absolutely want to find a way to make sure that those that somehow you're watching. I find that on Facebook Live, I find that really hard to watch the questions unless you open an instance of your video in a window on your computer and have it there. And then you're does that create a singularity? I don't know. So, uh, (laughs) you you know, so that would be the one drawback to do it. But I, um, we did a Facebook Live for a pre-show the other day, and it was really successful. I mean, it got tons of views, and people loved it, and we got great feedback. Now, we're not streaming our show that way. I still want them if they can. You know, we provide, a, when, when, they're, when a Gallup, we're doing a, a Gallup webcast, they can watch it on YouTube. They can listen to it on Spreaker. Or yes, they can even call in. You know, we have a dial-in number. They can call and listen to it. Um, on their phone if they want to do it, if they're on the road. So I feel like that's enough. Um, if I could stream it to Facebook I pr- and get everybody in and do it that way, I probably would. I mean, it'd be great. I wonder how long it'll be. Well, YouTube will never do this. You don't think YouTube will ever come up with a way. YouTube Live will come up with a way to stream it to Facebook? Mm, no, I wouldn't. No. That would seem to be a competition. Wouldn't yeah. It? yeah. See, we, yeah. we can have people call in. It would be this easy. Dial 408-638-0968, then enter the ID 670-742-564. That's where it falls apart. <laughs> it's like you just have to add the yeah. webinar ID, and I'm like... You need a pretty link for that uh, yeah. webinar ID. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Well, but that's... Is it free? Is it is free. free, yeah. So... Well, if you could... If we could fix the... Window and window. I, I, I think everybody agreed early on the fire talk mode of seeing us both at the same time is better. Yeah. Uh, if we could fix that, I mean, this isn't a bad, I don't know. How many does it support? How many can you get in here? I think up to, I, I want to say 50 or 100, one of the two. Okay. I think it's 50 at this point. And are you paying for this? I am paying for this, yeah. And how much? How uh, much was it? It's an extra months? 40 bucks from what I was paying, which was 15. So okay. now we're in the go-to webinar territory. I want to start doing webinars for the school of podcasting. So that's the plan. And I thought, well, let's kick the tires on this. And uh, I have another webinar software, uh, webinar geo. It's like webinar J E O and it's okay. It just, it's just ever so slightly just, just doesn't seem to be really, I'm not super confident in it. Uh, Let's go that route. Um, and it's done by this big internet marketing guy and he's got tons of, but every time I do it, I always kind of go and record. There's always just like, is it going to work? So, but yeah, I'm with you on Facebook. It's kind of, uh, I, I know anytime I do that, it's, you almost have to say your thing and then go back and look at the questions. But on the other hand, people want you to go, Oh, Hey Jim. Hey Sally. Hey Steve. Hey, you know, 
Nigel, whatever it is. And uh, if you do that, then you end up with what I had last week. I was laughing. There was a lot of uh, Ask the Podcast Coach that I cut out last week where all of a sudden it's like I'm calling a baseball game. I'm in the middle of saying something at the gym and all of a sudden like, okay, two swing and a miss, off to the cloud. And then, and then I go back to the point and I'm like, and so-and-so in the chat room said, uh, schmoopy. And then going back to the point, it was just I was all over the place, and I was like, wow, that's horrible to listen to. Uh, it made sense when you were here live, because you could see the chat room, but post, not live, I was like, that's that's going, that's done, out of here. So, I, I, keep, uh, I keep a pad and paper near me, and as we do this, I'm taking, and I have those moments, right? I'm taking notes of, like, if somebody says something in the chat we want to come back to. Uh, and I think it's important as you're listening to remember that we're not going to, and I, by the way, our group is better than anybody at this that we're not going to answer it right away. And I think, Dave, sometimes as a host, the temptation is you feel like you're reading it. No, no, now I got to answer it. And I, and I think you want to really build that into the flow. Yeah. You know, it can wait. It's we can come back to it. There's a lot of great questions. It's going to, you know, it's going to be there. And so, yeah, I think, but it's solo. It's that's solo. What you're doing is super hard. This, this format solo I, you know, every time I say I'm not going to be there, I'm like, Oh, I hope he gets a guest. Cause it's yeah. super hard. Well, here. Uh, you're pretty good at it, by the way. I, I go back and listen, and you you do pretty well. You've got, you, like you say, you're you're critical to your, on yourself there, and I think that's a, it's a good point to keep it consistent, you know, and and then say, okay, let's get, let's take from the chat room and come around to that. Yeah, what I usually do in that case is I go out and just have literally like 30 questions to answer, so I can just go through that. Um, one of the things we haven't done yet that I wanted to play with, and I don't see it. Where are my polls? I was supposed to be able to make a poll, and maybe I didn't turn that on. I guess I didn't. I have a poll up. It says polling, poll one, yeah. Zoom, question mark. Yeah. Uh, go to poll number two. Oh, let's see. How do I get to two? Poll two, radio. Yes. You still listen to, you want me to yeah. launch that? You launch that. All right. There it goes. That's, so the, I don't know where that actually goes. It's actually on the screen right now. It says, okay. do you still listen to terrestrial radio? Um, somebody asked this in a Facebook group. And I was like, I wonder if anybody does. You want me to end the poll? Uh, yes, go ahead. Okay. And then you should be able to share the results. Share results. And the results are 56% said no, they don't listen to terrestrial radio. And 44% said they still do. So, I, I think sports talk is still best in radio format. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I really enjoy, if I'm going to listen to radio, yeah. it's sports talk radio. And, and I, I don't know why. I mean, there's don't get me wrong. There's some great sports podcasts, but that that just doesn't seem to me. I don't know. Maybe because it's the daily grind of sports, and that on a podcast it's hard to listen and keep up daily. And with radio, you get it instantly. So it's kind of like news. Like I don't know if I would get breaking news from a podcast. You know, you that's right. kind of what radio does best. And um, and so I, I continue to listen to terrestrial radio for. Those kind now, not a lot. I get in my car and immediately my phone gets plugged in and Bluetooth, and I'm listening to a podcast. So not a lot, but to me, sports radio and news are still best on a radio. Yeah, it's funny because we've had a couple stations uh, go. Um, you know, they switch formats, and the format they're switching to is sports radio. It's it's where it used to be, like every other station, it would be like classic rock. And then it was for a while, it was country, 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 classic rock, um, Jesus, Jesus, classic rock. 
you know. And now it's like sports, sports, Jesus, classic rock, country, country, sports, sports. It's a lot of sports stations that that because uh, when I got back to Akron from living in Cleveland, I'm like, hey, I can pick up the station from Canton, and I go, and it's like ninety two three, the um, their home of the blue flag. It's all about Kent State sports, and I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, no. So. Yeah, yeah I, as you travel across the United States, especially in the heartland, if you're expecting music, man, I I was surprised just how much non-music radio is out there now. Yeah. Like it's there is a ton, both religious and NPR style and and uh, just finding music sometimes was difficult. Hey, Jim, if you right click on my name. Yeah. Can you see, where, can, where? Uh, over on the participants pane, maybe? Participants down at the bottom. You have to click on participants uh, down at the oh, okay down at the bottom. Participants, okay. And then you should be able to see because you can see yeah. now who are in the chat room. Yeah, well, I see you and me as panelists. Right now, can you right click on me and say make host or uh, make host? Uh, do you want to change the host? Oh, so you only get one host at a time. Yeah, I made you a co-host, and then I must have made you a host, which means, yeah, now I have the polls back. All right, there we go. Good. So that's the difference <laughs> between a host and a co-host. Is, um, and I don't think you can see Q and A now, can you? Uh, I, no, I'm seeing Q and A. Okay, you just can't I'm see seeing, polls. Okay. I don't. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me go over to the polls. Yeah, I think the polls gone. Q and A is there. Polls are gone. Somebody throw something in Q and A real quick. Make sure I can yeah. see it. The other thing I found out here is um, if you in the bottom of the chat, I believe uh, somewhere I went in here. Maybe it's at the top of chat. I just did it a minute ago where you can click on it and have it expand. You can actually break the chat away from the window. So you can have this huge chat box. So, yeah, I've got chat break broken out too. Yeah. So, um, so there we go. That's uh, and yes. <laughs> no, they're just. I asked somebody to put something in chat. Yes. The, so or the Q and A, so I could see it. So now I need to flip back. So we have nineteen viewers right now. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's okay, Dave. I mean, you could. You definitely, depending on your podcast style and what you're trying to do with the live show. There's some really useful tools. It seems very stable yeah. from that standpoint. Well, that's the reason I wanted to try it is I've been using this for uh, my group coaching for the school of podcasting. Uh, I've loved it. And it's super simple. And you know, this adds a few more different things uh, with participants and things like that. With that, I'm doing a meeting, not a webinar. And everybody has their own little box, which at times it looks like Brady Bunch on steroids, which is uh, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, not a bad I, in a forty. The question is: Is it worth forty bucks a month? Yeah, um, you're you're always more willing to separate yourself from your cash for these kinds of things. I always appreciate that. I mean, there's <laughs> there's there's one thing I like, Dave, especially you as a podcast, uh, you know, consultant, podcast coach, is you you take it seriously enough. You actually do buy all the stuff that people put out there, and I know a lot of folks who don't. You know, they'll call themselves a podcast coach, but they haven't tried it or they haven't paid for it. Uh, or they haven't worked with it. I mean, you, I, I like it. You've always been, in fact, I've always wondered as I listen to you on school podcasting, I'm like, man, that guy must shell out a lot of cash. I do. For, for podcasting stuff. It's, yeah. it's when I run a report in QuickBooks at the end of the month, or not QuickBooks, but uh, FreshBooks, and I see my expenses and I'm like, hmm, do we still need to do? No, you know, so. Um, 
Well, I, I I've been uh, pondering. I've I had a you know I had this contest to see if to, with myself if I could get to ten thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah. And so I've been using various tools and stuff, and in Crowdfire that the that tool where you can follow and unfollow very very quickly. It's actually a really good tool, and some functionality in the free version. But I was thinking, like, there's some really good stuff, and I had that you know I'm like I'm gonna buy it, and I go to I go to buy it. It's forty bucks a year, which is not terrible. But I asked those questions like, am I going to get $40? I mean, I'm goofing off with right. Twitter. Am I going to get $40 <laughs> of value? Like, will it be made up? Will it, will I make that up? And, and now, hey, you know, 40 bucks I spend in Starbucks in a month. Right. So let's just be, let's just be honest here. You know, that's, that's not a ton. For some people it is though, but you have to ask that question, right? Is it, va- it doesn't bring value to me. For you, you're in the space. So I think, you know, you, it, it helps you really know what you're talking about. Well, I just, I've had things like, one of the things I want to test is, you know, back in 2006, I tested the lame encoder versus Fraunhoff. I haven't done that test in a very, very long time. And so I want to go back and do that because I've been telling people, no, no, do it in iTunes, do it in, well, then I'm, I dig a little deeper into Hindenburg journalists. Yeah, they're using the layman coder. Uh, if you look at, uh, if you create an MP3 file in Alphonic, you're using the layman coder. And I was like, really? Because I never, you know, unless, so I need to go back and revisit that. You know, maybe lame got better over the years. I mean, that was 10 years ago that we were all going, when we heard the word lame. So I need to go back and, and test that. So, Isn't that funny that these kind of legends grow in these kinds of spaces. And I, I, had, I had somebody this week that said, well, you can't submit your podcast. iTunes will not take your podcast unless you have three episodes. And I was like, wow, no. Yeah. So, okay. The chat room is saying, no, no, lame is still bad. Okay. Well, I'll have to, I know if you went below like 64, it was pretty nasty, but that's pretty nasty on anything. So I'll have to, again, I'll test it. It's really easy to do. You just record a WAV file and then you convert it in iTunes and convert it in whatever you're using and you listen to them both and vote with yeah, your ears. I, I think that's where Edition is, pays for itself. So you can buy from Adobe, you can just get Edition at, by itself. I think it's 18 bucks a month or something yeah. like that. And then um, if it's just for the transcoding, I think it's worth it. But one of the things I do in Edition uh, that I that you can't really do easily in in an um, I'm sorry in yeah addition that you can't do in Audacity is I love to grab the slider and pull it back and you can hear the speeded up version of the of the you know the speakers and when I'm especially when I'm editing multi people edits and you need to get right to the beginning of something or hear something you could just drag that in real time and hear them talk even backwards yeah. it's it's pretty cool although i think i heard satan when That's i was it. dragging it i sing and live for satan <laughs> That's it um what's the uh who are you picking uh falcons or uh, patriots i think i'm going for the falcons but i think it's going to be the patriots That's it i i want the falcons to win but it's hard to beat the hoodie, man. I hate that guy. It's hard to beat the cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I just, and in the past, anytime I've ever seen, um, well, last year, when, when did Denver win? Denver won with defense. It's always. Yeah, last year. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm with Jeremy. I'm going for the commercials and uh, hanging out with my brother and uh, that whole nine yards. So, um so thanks, everybody, for uh, showing up as we start to uh, wind things up here. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. If you want to start a podcast, 
go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, and uh, that'll save you some money off either a single course or sign up for a whole membership. Jim, what's going on with you over at TheAverageGuy.tv? So, Emily Prokop's coming on. We're going to do an expanded version of the story behind nice. on my show. So, it's going to be tech-related. We're going to take them from the seven or eight minutes that she does, and we're going to blast those out to about 20 or 25 minutes with extra commentary. So, a great way of combining shows. I'm really looking forward to it. That'll be fun. Yeah, you can find her at the storybehindpodcast.com. And uh, this week on, on the School of Podcasting, in fact, is he still in the chat room? Jim and I, unbeknownst to us, Dave has 38 seconds to say this. Um, we never knew Ask the Podcast Coach was a life-saving show. We'll leave it at that. And uh, we'll be talking about that. I did some research on that. We might talk about that in the post-show. The uh, rate of suicide amongst entrepreneurs is pretty insane. So maybe we'll talk about that in post-show. But we're here every Saturday. Ask the podcast coach.com slash live. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week.